happy episode 15, Sugar Blossoms. I'm excited for this episode just because I have been talking about it for a while now, and I'm finally going to indulge. So, strap yourselves in, because this is going to be a wild ride. This episode is is a different one. It's basically, I'm going to be going through my memories and what I remember my emotions to be at the time. This was all 10 years ago. Remember that I was 13. I am now 23. So I've had 10 years to adjust and grow and relearn some things. I have a hard time calling this a sex talk, but I do because sex was a subject and it was a part that really stuck with me just just because I was trying to figure out what I believed at the same time like I didn't know I didn't know if it was the religion I would follow for the rest of my life or not like I was 13 I had a lot to figure out but at that point in my time I did trust my parents I did believe when my parents told me Christianity was important and true I did believe them and it took me a long time to kind of figure everything out for myself so With all of that in mind, and without further ado, welcome to my sex talk adventure weekend. So everyone in my family was taken on this with my my brothers went with their dad, and my sister and I went with mom, and they all got to go to amusement parks for the weekend, and my sister and I went to Mall of America for the weekend. I was less than happy about that. I wanted to go to... Um, an amusement park really bad, but I was told no, we're going to Mall of America. So I guess because I'm a girl, I wanted to, I want to go shopping, right? Right. Anyway, that part was the fun part and the exciting part. And everybody looked forward to this until we realized what was actually happening. And they pull out these booklets and they pull out the sets of tapes and we start talking and the mood gets awkward. So you're about to hear all about that. Get ready and enjoy. Oh, I love a good sugar pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this little booklet has been the cause of uh, a lot of confliction and a lot of emotions in my family's life. So I know my two older siblings, I think they had good experiences with it and like that they did this. Um, However, my other brother and me, not so much. So I think that it's extremely flawed in the sense that it really puts pressure on you to like hate yourself um and feel dirty and feel really confused and conflicted so why is that well because it is entirely abstinence-based education if you can even fucking call that education so you're told to wait till marriage and basically don't you fucking touch another person until you're fucking married or you're going to hell, and you're dirty, and you're wrong. So that's pretty much what this is, (laughs) and I'm gonna kind of go through it, just because why the fuck not? I think it's hilarious that most people I talk to, their parents didn't do a damn thing, which also isn't great, but then there's this side of the extreme, which also is 
not great. There's a couple of sections in here that are just absurd and ridiculous and hilarious. So that should be fun. But also there's some stuff in here that was the cause of some serious confusion and confliction in my life. And the reason I want to go through it and kind of deal with that is just to provide an example of how it affected me and how it's bad and basically um, how sex education in this country should not be. (laughs) There are five sections to this adventure journal. Uh, Getting started, there's peer pressure, there's puberties, the changes your body goes through, then there's staying pure, and there's dating. Was that five? I don't know if that was five. I think that was five. And then at the very end, they make you sign something. Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay, so how this is laid out, you guys, are there's various different segments. Most of the time you're listening to a set of tapes, at least when I did it, and it was, it was tapes 10 years ago. I did this 10 years ago. So this is the 10 year after review. <laughs> So most of the time you're listening to tapes and you're filling in the blanks. Basically, it starts off, starts with a memory verse for one. Bible verses all over this thing. They're just like plastered on the pages. But you fill in blanks. So it'll be like section A, expectations for this weekend. One, have blank and you fill in. Fun. Two, be ready to blank. Honestly, answer tough questions. Three, we hope you will remember this weekend for the rest of your life. Oh, (laughs) let me fucking tell you, there is no goddamn way anyone is forgetting this little gem within their lives. (laughs) No way. Don't you fucking worry. The trauma will never go away. Oh my god, I would have to, like, seriously shove it down in my head to forget this. There were just so much emotions happening and just like weird tension and energy throughout the entire weekend. It's impossible to forget something like that. So it's sticking with me. Don't you fucking worry. Who's the creator? Uh, Dennis. Don't you fucking worry, Dennis. It, <laughs> it also is like, keep everything confidential when it's over. <laughs> Okay, well, you're gonna keep it confidential for a while because it's fucking humiliating. (laughs) But, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dennis. I'm not keeping this confidential anymore. You need to be exposed. But anyway, let's dive into this beautiful, beautiful little journey of mine. So then, so there's fill in the blanks. There's Bible verses. There's also scenarios and questions. An example scenario that they give you is imagine you are at a slumber party with your friends and Jill over there pulls out a fucking case of Mike's Hard Lemonade. (gasps) The party's fucking started, bitches. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Remember that weekend trip I took with mom like a year ago? Oh, fuck. She told me not to drink alcohol before I'm 21. I guess I, I guess I can't. I can't party, but that's going to be so fucking awkward. Everybody's going to judge me and laugh at me. What do I do? (gasps) Actually, remember on that weekend, we decided what I was going to do in this situation. I am fully armed and ready to handle it. I'm going to accept the drink, but I'm not going to drink it. I'm actually going to slowly pour it out throughout the night so people think I'm drinking it. Oh my God. Problem solved. I was ready for this. Thank you, Dennis. 
So there are scenarios to prepare you for the tough situations in life. And like, okay, so some of that is really good to do with your kid. But how about instead of being like, don't drink, you're like, let's not be stupid about it. If you're going to drink, you're going to drink safely. Allow them to trust you. Allow them to know that you know they're going to do shit like that. And that's okay. It's like the time to make mistakes in your life. You're going to be the one that goes and picks them up when things are getting a little too much you're going to be the one that picks them up so they don't have to ride in their friend's car who their friend who's driving it is super fucking drunk and they're probably going to hit a tree and die no you keep them from that i had friends parents who were cool and offered stuff like that to me i took them up on that shit so it wasn't my parents i turned to it was my friends parents who did that kind of stuff and were cool and that kept me out of a lot of trouble so you know just an idea Then there are projects. This program has actual physical like art projects and analogies. The first project is actually about peer pressure and it's actually one of the I think probably most fucked up ones within the book. I think it's actually probably well it's it's tied from from what I remember. So it's called Dirty Water and if I remember correctly what we did was we had a little cup and she had like food coloring like dye and we put a little bit of water in the cup and then she would put like a drop of the coloring in the water for various things that I could be peer pressured into like drinking or drugs or sex or something and then we're like okay so this is I mean it's pretty polluted now. Do you think we can unpollute it by filling up more water you know maybe good things doing good things so we filled it up with water and oh my god mind blown it wasn't clear water ever again oh my god (laughs) it's fucking ridiculous the point of this was you know once you once you start doing stuff like that it stays with you for forever that stuff is gonna impact you for forever you want to know what's the most fucked up about this was the most important thing i learned from this project was and this is what i wrote down quote no matter how much good you have you'll never be able to get completely clean again if you've already been polluted end quote okay my problem with this well, it's pretty fucked up to plant that kind of fear in a kid, and it's making them feel bad for the things they already did. I started drinking before I was taken on this weekend. I started drinking when I was 12. My friend went through a really fucking hard breakup and discovered Lemoncello, and we're like, holy shit, Lemoncello is super fucking good. I bet other liquor is good too. And so we fucking got the Bacardi out. And we both did three shots. Barely got the fucking mess cleaned up before we were just falling over in fits of giggles. And it was hilarious. It was fun. It was it was actually pretty innocent, you know? It was just me and my best friend. We just took some took some shots and like just giggled for a couple hours before passing the hell out. And okay, healthy? No. Good for my liver? No. A little young to be drinking? Yeah, sure. Do I think that I really fucked up or do I feel like I really destroyed my life from it? Absolutely fucking not. I have zero problems with that. But I felt pretty bad about it during this trip. I felt like I had really fucked up and done something bad and I felt guilty. All right, but let's keep let's keep moving on from that. Session three, growing to sexual maturity. Basically, it just kind of tells you, hey, your breasts are going to get bigger, you're going to start growing hair down there, your period's going to start, or maybe it already has started, you know, that kind of stuff. And then it ends with, um, you will develop an interest in young men. 
Here is also where they put probably the worst Bible verse included into it though and I can't fucking like not get pissed off about it because this verse has always pissed me off. It pissed me off back when I was a believer, back when I was still really Christian and it's 1 Timothy 2.9 and it goes on past 2.9 so they only put the first little part in the book but it continues into some of the most angering fucking shit of my life. I'm just gonna fucking read it. First Timothy 2.9. We're reading Bible verses on sugar pussy now, you guys. <laughs> I also want the women to dress modestly, with decency and propriety, adorning themselves not with elaborate hairstyles or gold or pearls or expensive clothes, but with good deeds appropriate for women who profess to worship God. And then it continues. A woman should learn in quietness and full submission. I do not permit a woman to teach or to assume authority over a man. She must be quiet. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not the one deceived. No, 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 no. It was the woman who was deceived and became a sinner. But, oh, oh, but, but, but. It's okay, it's okay. Women will be saved through childbearing if they continue in faith, love, and holiness with propriety. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I read that just because it makes me mad. And that was probably one of the verses that turned me off of Christianity the most growing up. Being told I have to conform to like gender expectations and be some quiet little submissive thing I had so much rage growing up because of that. But like it's it's so demeaning to be told that as a woman you should just be quiet and shut up and make babies and it upset me so much. It was probably one of the biggest factors that I began questioning my faith. That and treatment of LGBTQ because I obviously am part of that and I didn't like the way that we were talked about in the religious faith and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, so those things, those things really pissed me off and turned me off. Anyway, that was a huge, huge, huge sidetrack and I'm, I'm sorry. We're, we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep plugging, plugging along here. Because now is when it starts to talk about sexual intercourse. <gasps> Ellie, what? Oh my god, you talked about sex? <gasps> wow. Okay, sort of. Don't get too excited here. We barely talked about sex. Here's what, here's what it says about sex. God designed sex within marriage so that children could come into the world. God designed sex within marriage. So you could experience closeness with your husband. God designed sex and marriage to bring you a great deal of pleasure. Done. (laughs) Here are the taped pause, and my mom explains what sex is. And I'm pretty sure, this is not word for word, but I'm pretty sure it went pretty much like this. The penis enters the vagina and releases semen. In semen, there's sperm, and they swim, 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 swim up and try to find an egg. If it finds the egg, it meets with the egg and creates a baby. I'm pretty sure that's about how it went, and that's like as detailed as it went. I did not get anatomy. I did not learn about my genitalia at all. I did not obviously 
learn about STDs because if I'm a good Christian woman, I'm not sleeping around, I don't have sex till I'm married, and my husband didn't either. So we shouldn't have to worry about STDs or safe sex. And if it's to create babies, why would I need birth control? Mmm, love it. So my mom explained how sex works to me, and then I'm pretty sure the tape had its go at it and explained it a little bit too, you know, just in case the parents chickened out, right? So I had to hear about it twice, once from my mom and once from Dennis. Thanks, Dennis. That's what I wanted to hear you talk about that trip. Mm. Okay, okay. The saddest part of this portion was that I had a burning question during it. There was actually something I wanted to know and wanted to hear about, and I got the nerve up and I asked my mom about. The tapes kind of cover it, but not really. So they talked about how lustful thoughts are sinful. They talked about how sex is something to be shared between spouses. Solo acts are selfish and sinful due to mental sins. So fantasies, pornography, lusting, those are all things that come with solo sexual acts. So we best not do them. And that was my question. So my my burning question was that, is touching myself sinful? Is it wrong? Is it dirty? Is it shameful? And I got my answer, but I was very distraught and I actually got the nerve up and I asked my mom point blank. I'm like, so masturbation is wrong? And she said yes. And that was really, really hard for me because I'd already been doing it. As you guys know, by the time I was 13, I'd already been masturbating and watching some porn, lesbian porn, but porn, I would get really turned on by any any type of like weird humiliation stuff. So even before I started watching porn or looking at nudity online, there, there were these short little videos that I would find on like Skype chat and they were innocent as fuck, right? But maybe there I could find some that was like some woman's skirt catching a draft and lifting up and some guy like saw or whatever and I I felt things from those type of videos and I didn't really know what I was feeling or I didn't know anything about what was going on because that was before I even started looking at nudity and masturbating so all of that was going on before I was 13 and before I was on this trip I was very confused I was very just like I didn't know exactly the extent to which I was sinning. It wasn't sex though, so I didn't know maybe it was okay. And I and I was like, so so masturbation is wrong. She's like, yes. And I'm like, the Bible says that. And she kind of hesitates and says, well, no, but it says all these other things are wrong and the two are go hand in hand. And my heart just kind of like dropped because I felt dirty. I felt gross. I felt shameful. And I felt like a, like a really sinful failure. It was just really... <laughs> It was a rough moment. I'm never going to forget that particular moment of this trip. Session four, staying pure. This is my favorite session. Are you fucking ready? Okay, picture this. Just picture this. A fucking illustration of a cliff. A cliff, okay? From the, like, the furthest away from the cliff is, like, this little hilly thing, right? And they write safest, Okay. Off the cliff, on the ground, at the very bottom, they write SPLAT. And then along the cliff are letters A, B, C, D, all the way through J. And J is falling off the cliff, headed down for that fucking SPLAT. Dead. Gone. Terrifying. Okay? A is at the safest. Now, 
for this little exercise, right? There is a list of activities and this is the most confusing list of activities possible. I looked at this list and got scared because I didn't know the context of any of them, okay? We're supposed to order each activity in this list from safest to most dangerous, okay? Then we're supposed to draw the line where would you draw the line before marriage? Okay. (laughs) You have to do this with your parent right fucking there. Helping you make the decision, honey. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to read the list, not in order first. And I want you to think about what order you would put them in because I still don't know what order they're supposed to be in. Okay. Okay. Lying down while passionately hugging and kissing kissing, touching below the neck, holding hands, touching below the waist, being alone with the opposite sex, passionate hugging and kissing, intercourse, hugs, and taking clothes off. Okay. You fucking order that shit. What's the fucking context? Are you hugging in a group because it's a friend you haven't seen in a month? Are... (laughs) Is it a friendly hug or is it like one of those hugs where you're hoping that they'll feel your tits up against their chest? Two different things. <laughs> but like, come the fuck on. Hugging? Really? What the fuck is wrong with hugging? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Holding hands. Adorable. Touching below the neck. Where does that fucking go? Can I poke somebody? Can I poke them in the chest or in the shoulder? Can I... <laughs> Can I poke them? Is that okay or is that not allowed? Because it's touching below the neck. (laughs) I'd have to poke them in the forehead, I guess, right? Is that, does that make it okay? Like, what the, what the fuck is this list? And how are you supposed to order it? I don't fucking understand. But okay, okay, okay. Here's what my 13-year-old ass came up with. And mind you, the top one is scribbled out because I got it wrong. (laughs) Because I was doing it wrong. I was corrected. No, it's not that one. That's not the safest place. Anyway, this is what my 13-year-old ass came up with. This is how I ordered them. Being alone with the opposite sex. Holding hands. Hugs. Kissing. Touching below the neck. Touching below the waist. Passionate hugging and kissing. Laying down while hugging and kissing. Taking clothes off. Intercourse. So apparently my ass was like, touching is bad. No poking. (laughs) You want to hear where I drew the line? You want to hear the hilarious part of this? There are two lines. Two. Two lines. Apparently, the first line that I drew wasn't good enough. (laughs) It was bad and sinful and I was going to get myself into trouble. Okay, okay. The first line that I drew was between E and D. It was between kissing and touching below the neck. So you can kiss, but you better not be touching them. (laughs) So like, I guess if I am touching them and kissing, my hands have to be what? In their hair? (laughs) How does this work? I don't understand. (laughs) That's, that's pretty hot. I mean, I'm okay with my hands being in their hair while I'm making out with them. (laughs) Like, okay, I'll give it a couple tugs. That's okay, but putting your hands, like, on their waist is not okay. Definitely not okay. That's the first line that I drew. I moved it back, you guys. I moved it back so I couldn't even kiss a motherfucker. Oh, oh, okay. I guess 
I guess I have to stop kissing them, but my hands can still be in their hair. <laughs> okay, thank fucking God, because if I couldn't even pull their hair, we'd have a problem. So I could be alone with them and hold hands and give them hugs, but no kissing, no touching. I can't poke a motherfucker. <laughs> no, no, no hugging, kissing. That's passionate. Well, I can't even fucking hug and kiss, so... I'm definitely not going to be doing it passionately with them. And I'm definitely not going to be doing it laying down. Definitely not going to take clothes off. And definitely not going to stick that penis in my vagina. No, 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 no way. Mm-mm. <laughs> this is a terrible exercise. Fucking horrible, okay? Not just because it's executed poorly on their end, but also because you're doing this with your parent watching. Are you going to be honest with your parent how far you're going to go with somebody? I don't care if you're committed to waiting until marriage to have sex. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But you're not going to, as a 10 to 13 year old, you're not going to admit to your fucking parents how far you're willing to go with someone. I'm sorry. Also, this exercise convinced my brother for a long time that it wasn't even okay to hug a girl. And I say that nonchalantly, but in reality, when he talks about that, he gets really upset because he really, he really believed that for a long time. And it really messed with him in high school with dating and everything. He always had it in his head that physical touch was just off the limits. And it's really sad and it, it really fucked with his head and it really messed him up for a long time, honestly. So that's why I have beef with this particular exercise. Not because I took it seriously. I didn't take it seriously at all. I wasn't about to admit how far I go. I think in my head, I remember thinking that I would probably stop at between like laying down while hugging and kissing and taking clothes off. So like... I think back then I was like, yeah, I'll keep my clothes on, but we can get frisky with it. <laughs> it's rough, you guys. Just rough. Now, the project we did along with this was we fill up a balloon. We didn't tie it off. With each step that is in that list, we let a little bit of air out of that balloon until it was all gone. Okay. The point of this was to illustrate that the further sexually that you go with somebody, the more you're giving of yourself away, apparently. Here's what I wrote that I learned from this project. Quote, if you give it away little by little, you'll never get a nice big time with your husband on your wedding night. End quote. <laughs> this is what turned me off of weddings. Them, I hated hearing when people are getting married because I'm like, oh my God, they're just doing it to have sex. It's literally the only reason to get married. That is what this booklet, that is what this program convinced me of. The only reason people get married is to have sex. And that's, what a fantastic reason to marry someone. Because <laughs> you're so fucking horny for them. Because you want to put their fucking cock in your mouth and lick up all of their cum. That's why you get married. Uh-huh. Fucking amazing logic. Goddamn. <laughs> Session five. It's a date. Okay, this session section cracks me the fuck up because it's like, we're your parents and we're going to control every aspect of your dating lives possible. Bullshit, you're not. This fucking session, section is hilarious to me because it's all about how promise you'll involve your parents when you start dating. Promise you'll get their approval for who you're dating. Like, sign this little contract to tell us that you're going to involve your parents when you start dating and have their wisdom involved and... I started sneaking out to go on dates when I was 15. I had my first kiss after a date when I was 15. 
I didn't give a fuck you guys. So that worked out well for them. And they literally do have like a little thing at the end of this. You sign it. You put your fucking signature down saying that you'll involve your parents when you start dating. It's ridiculous. The things that they think they can pressure and manipulate teenagers into doing by putting it on paper and making you sign your fucking name down and guilt tripping you is insane. It's so fucked up. It is amusing, however, this section is really amusing to me, so before you start listening to the tapes, they have you answer, like, what you think dating is, what the purpose of dating is, how old you should be to go on your first date, and what kind of person you should date, and then you fill in their answers afterwards, so basically it's like, no, you're wrong, these are the right answers, and you fucking answer them. So my answer is, what is dating? Going out with someone, or even just being alone for a time. Cool. Their answer. When you're alone with someone... What is the purpose of dating? My answer. To get to know him. Their answer. (laughs) To select a spouse. (laughs) How old should you be when you go on your first date? And I put 15 to 16. They answered their question with another fucking question. They're like, well, how mature should you be to go on a date? (laughs) What kind of person should you date? A nice Christian man who really cares about me. (laughs) Their answer. Christian and they need to be approved by your parents. Oh, they don't need to care about you, bitch. Just make sure your mom and dad approve. Woohoo! This fucking project. It's the one I remember the best, okay? And I still have these pieces of fucking paper. So you have two pieces of paper, different colors. You fucking glue them together. And then after they've dried together, you try to separate them. Obviously, you can't fucking separate them without pieces of each paper being left on the other, right? Okay, okay. The point of this is when you date and when you're giving parts of yourself away to somebody else, you get scars and you lose parts of yourself to them. Here's what I wrote that I learned from this little project. Quote, you can get attached to someone and be scarred for life, end quote. My golly, yes you can. But guess what? little 13-year-old Allie, you also learn a lot about the world. You learn a lot about yourself, and you learn how to develop yourself into somebody who you want to be, and you figure out the kind of person that you want to spend time with and date and be with. All right, we're calling it quits on this fucking thing. That'll do it for going through the booklet. So the last part was my mom presented me with a little tiny booklet, actually same size as an actual passport, and it says, giving Christ first place and everything. Dennis, Dennis, my man. <sighs> Let's put more pressure on these people. Let's guilt them into signing something. Let's make it seem like a really fucking big deal. We're going to make them sign a contract with their parent to not have sex till they're married. Mm, good fucking stuff. <laughs> Ugh, just can't get enough of this manipulation, can we? <laughs> Let me read this little thing to you. In the sight of Almighty God, I promise, in the power of the Holy Spirit to maintain moral purity by abstaining from sexual immorality and by giving Christ first place in everything, signed this, the 10th day of July and the year of our Lord, 2010, by Ellie Ray, witnessed by Mrs. Ray. I still have this little fucker. However, the last thing I'm going to say about this program is that I'm really fucking proud of myself. I went through the whole thing. I lied a lot during it, obviously. I actually, I lied quite a bit. I pretended not to know what all the stuff was. I pretended to be innocent. I felt really guilty about it all. That's really what this program accomplished, was making me feel like a terrible person, like a dirty person. Pretty much all around awful. 
But when we got to my passport and when I was asked to sign it, I told my mom I didn't want to sign it and I wasn't going to because I didn't know enough about myself yet. I didn't know if it was something I wanted to do. It wasn't something I wanted to commit to yet. And she was super taken aback. She did not expect it. She did not know how to react one little bit. What happened was we drove all the way back home from Mall of America. That's where we did our weekend. We drove all the way back and it's an eight hour drive. And we got back into the garage and she turns the car off and she looks at me. And there are tears streaming down her face. She was crying. And she told me, she's like, one of your siblings didn't sign either. And Ellie, we are so worried about you. And we love you so much. And we just want the best for you. And this is the best thing for you. And I don't know what to do if you don't sign this. I'm, I feel like I've failed. I feel like I did something wrong. I, I just don't know. 13-year-old me did not like seeing my mom cry. Who likes to watch their mom cry? And I felt like I was causing it by not signing. I was causing my mom to cry, and that was not okay. So I'm like, okay, mom, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I signed it. And before I finally made that decision that I was going to sign it, I thought about it a little bit, and I considered it. And I was like, you know what? doesn't matter. All that matters are the choices that I make, how I make them, and being comfortable with them. And when the time comes, when I know myself better, when I've decided how I want to approach sex in my future, I can make whatever choices I want to make. But I'm proud of myself for being able to be logical, but also for being able to stand up to her originally and say, hey, I don't want to sign this. I'm not ready to sign something like this. I, I don't know if this is what I believe. I don't know if this is something I care to commit to. And I'm really fucking glad that I did that. And I'm glad that I stood up for, for myself there. Okay, so... That, you guys, is my little personal review. It's my 10 years later, how it's impacted my life story. It's hopefully eye-opening to what a lot of people within religion are subjected to, the kind of sex talk and education they're subjected to. I really wish I had gotten a more thorough sex education, but I didn't really learn a whole lot more until college. Unfortunately, I truly think that most people are pretty unarmed and uneducated until college as far as, or even later on in their life, as far as sex education goes, but hopefully, hopefully we can change that. All right, you guys, thank you so much for being here this week. Ways you can support the podcast would be telling all of your friends about the pod telling them, having them listen to it, having them tell their friends, so long as you guys are actually enjoying it, because more people listening means more questions coming in, more topics coming in, more content for me. The way you can ask for this kind of content or ask your questions, or you can just DM me on Instagram, or you can fill out a little survey that'll let me know what you guys think about the podcast, and you can ask any questions you have anonymously there, With so without your Instagram handle showing up or without your name involved. If that's the route you want to take, maybe you're like my friend and you're like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ask her this question. That's, that's fucking weird. Well, guess what? You can ask it to me. Just do it anonymously on the survey. You can find that survey on the link tree, which is connected in my bio on Instagram. Also on there is my Patreon. So you can obviously support me there if you would like to for just $3 a month. I would love and appreciate that other tiers get you access to these episodes a day sooner so on wednesday they also give you amazing sugar pussy merch so if you're interested in that check it out at least check the page out never know 
I put a lot of effort and work into that page, so show some love. All right, that is all for this week. Thank you for joining me, your host, Ellie Ray, and I will see you guys back next week. Have a good one. Oh, I love a good sugar pussy. <laughs>